and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Monday, April 4th, 2022. I am your host, Doug Reed. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. Please follow me there. Uh, send any comments, thoughts you have on the show, things you'd like to hear, things you'd like to uh, have me dig into a little more. And as usual, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could go to your podcast provider, whether that be Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and rate and review the show. Ideally, a five-star rating would help and gets us exposed to more people and helps grow the show, which is what I'm trying to do. Before I get going, I'd just like to remind you of a couple Twitter accounts we have here at Sports Ethos. One is Ethos Fantasy BK, BK for basketball. It's the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed out there. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. Again, that's Ethos Fantasy BK. And as the season winds down and you get in the playoffs, I definitely recommend you check us out there. We give constant updates on rosters, starting lineups, who's in, who's out, right, right up to game time. And it's a fantastic... If you're a fantasy basketball player, now most of those seasons are wrapped up, but also if you're wagering on the NBA, to get that information as close to game time as possible is invaluable. As baseball gets going, which it starts this Thursday, check us out at Ethos Fantasy BB for baseball, and you'll get the same kind of updates all throughout the baseball season, starting lineups, who's in, who's out, pitching movements, some line movements potentially in there too. Highly recommend you check that out. And if you haven't already, if you're into props, please check out our partners at Thrive Fantasy. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app, or you can go to thrivefantasy.com. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. You pick the player props on the biggest names playing each night, score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And if you're looking for some... um, some props information check out our sports ethos dfs team great information there especially for basketball uh, on daily fantasy sports we also they also host a regular pod but also obviously helps uh with prop information i give out a few props here on the show but that's the best place within the ethos world to check us out so uh on to before we get on to tonight's board just want to do a little recap uh my games last friday i had a pretty decent day. It was six and six for Friday. It was six and six over six and six overall. Pardon me, up two point two nine units. Had a lot of plays on the boards. Had uh, three props in the NBA. All three of those hit, and um, a couple plays in, uh, uh, on the board. And then I had a bunch of same game parlays parlays in the NHL. So I was six and six up two point two nine overall last week. Um, sorry, I also had the NCAA game. So I, I had Villanova on the money line on Saturday, which lost. And I had North Carolina on the money line, which won. Both were at plus 170. I actually it was more confident in the Nova game. I thought they had a good chance to win. And I figured Duke would beat um, North Carolina. I just saw value in both those money lines. So quite happy. It was one and one there, but so plus 0.7 units. Overall for the week, I was 17 and 10 plus 12.22 units. Had a fantastic week. That's definitely the best week since I started doing this show. Don't expect that to continue. As you know, I'm just shooting for, uh, striving for 52.4%, a little more than that. Um, So definitely take a week like that, put that in the bank. 
and know that I will give some of that back probably in the near future, but happy to take that week up 12.22 units on 27 plays last week. So as we get into tonight's board, it's a short board. There's no NBA games, and that's because the NCAA final is on. So we've got North Carolina and Kansas. Right now, Kansas is four and a half point favorite. Total is 151 and a half. You can get the Tar Heels at plus 167 on the money line and Kansas at plus 192. I actually got in a little earlier today on North Carolina at plus 170 in the money line. Again, straight up, I think Kansas would be the pick to win. Um, but I think there's just a lot of value getting plus 170. I think any of the last, when I said this on Friday show, any of the last four teams standing, so Villanova, Duke, North Carolina, and Kansas, any one of them could beat each other on any given night at this stage of the season. And I think tonight, North Carolina and Kansas is a coin flip. I know the lines moved from, it was minus four yesterday, uh, down to minus four and a half for Kansas. So the market's thinking it's Kansas. And I understand why. I mean, they've been the more consistent team. I just think North Carolina has been on a roll in the last couple of months. And what, months and what Hubert Davis is doing there is really quite impressive. When you look at the metrics, Kansas is a stronger offensive uh, team. And Ken Palm, they're ranked sixth in adjusted efficiency. Well, UNC is ranked 18th. So not a huge discrepancy there. On defense, they're definitely stronger too. Kansas is number 17 and UNC is number 39. However, a lot of those metrics have obviously have the full season baked in. And the first half of the season, uh, UNC looked very average. You, you know, like I, I've said a number of times in this show, including last Friday, that in January, they were probably considered a bubble team and they've really turned it on. So I think they've really improved a lot. Some of the things I like about UNC when it comes to free throw percentage, the 32nd in the country at 76.3, whereas Kansas is a little more, a little better than average at 72%, but that's only number 162 in the country. So North Carolina definitely holds the advantage there. Um, the question is whether UNC's, one of UNC's big men's, big man, Baycott, is at full health. He rolled his ankle last game. So if Armando Baycott isn't at full health, which he probably isn't, that could be a problem, especially with David McCormick down inside for Kansas. Uh, but I think the way Caleb Love's been playing, he's just playing fantastic. Brady Manick has been playing fantastic uh, for North Carolina. Now, obviously, uh, on the flip side, Kansas has Remy Martin coming in as a star sixth man off the bench. He's been scoring like crazy. And O'Shea Obagi has just been playing fantastic all year long. I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be close. And if you listen to my show this year, especially in college basketball, the teams with the free throw advantage, I tend to like in close games for obvious reasons. Um, so a bit of a lean to North Carolina there, a bit of a lean to Kansas, probably a better defensive team. But as I said earlier, plus 170 or plus 167, what it's at right now, uh, I think there's value there. So I'm going to be on the Tar Heels to win the national championship and come home with the uh, plus 170 ticket for me. As I said earlier, there's no NBA games tonight. That gets going with a big slate tomorrow, which we'll break down on tomorrow's show. There are four games on the ice, and I'm going to continue with my same game parlays. Uh, two interesting games, well, what, three interesting games, I think, um, and I'm on two of them. The first one is the Bruins travel to Columbus. You can get Boston at minus 250 in the money line. You can get Columbus at plus 210, total six and a half. I'm actually on Boston here. Um, Parlaying them at, I got them at minus 240 and taking the over six and a half for a total of 164 payout. Uh, the reason being, these two teams have played twice this year. Boston won 5-4 in a shootout. 
uh, earlier in March. And then April 2nd, so just this past Saturday, uh, Boston won 5-2. The game was tied 2-2 going into the third, and they pulled out the win. Bruins have won six of the last seven. In their last 20, they are 16-3-1. And, and I think that as far as points per game that they've uh, gotten in the last 20 games, they were number one in the NHL. So they're playing as well as anybody. Seven straight games that they scored three or more goals. And in their last four, they scored 23 goals. Now, granted, there's an eight-goal outburst in there against Jersey. But still, 23 goals in their last four games. And that coincides with Patrice Bergeron coming back, their star center. He's been back for those four games. He had a a, uh, brief injury. And he's got seven points in those four games. And if you follow the Bruins the last few years, you you know when him and Marchand are playing together and they're clicking, this team is as good as almost anybody in the league. So he's back. He's healthy. He's doing well. And he's scoring. Uh, Columbus is coming in. They've lost six straight. So, so to me, I know it's on the they're on the road, but I like Boston. Boston on the road this year is twenty one nine and three, and in their last ten road games, they're eight and two. So playing well on the road. Columbus at home 18, 14 and three. So respectable, but their last ten home games, they're three five and two. So they're struggling. Bruins get the advantage on the power play. They're sixth versus Columbus is twenty four on the penalty kill. Bruins are seventh versus Columbus twenty one. And the Bruins will be starting, supposed to be starting Allmark. He's been splitting the games with Swayman, so there's no huge advantage there. And for net, if in Columbus, Elvis is in the building. Uh, we have Elvis Merzilkins. Merzilkins, I always screw that name up. Uh, he is starting in net for Columbus. Um, the Bruins' goals against is 2.64, which is sixth best in the NHL. And Columbus is actually the third worst at 3.7. So, I like Boston to win. The question is, will they completely shut down Columbus? Will they win a you know four one, five one kind of game? Oh, that's a lot of goal score. Will they win a four one three two kind of game, or will they continue their scoring trend and let Columbus get a couple goals on the board and turn it into a four uh, three, maybe five three five two game with an empty netter? I'm leaning on the latter. So I'm taking the Bruins on the money line. I got them at minus two forty and the over of six and a half or plus one sixty four total. The next game, which will be the best game of the night, is the uh, second and third best teams in the Eastern Conference are playing. Toronto travels to Tampa Bay. Toronto, you can get it plus 115 in the money line, or you can get the home lightning at minus 135. The total here is six and a half. I'm not on this game. I just think this is too much of a coin flip. Toronto's been playing great. They've been scoring a lot. Jack Campbell's back in net, and not that that's a boost necessarily because their goaltending has been struggling, but he is their number one goalie. Um, and Tampa has been playing well. They, I don't want to say they put it in neutral, but they haven't been flying as much as, uh, at the end of this year like they have in the last few years. So again, I think can go either way. Six and a half goals. Could they get to seven? Yeah. With the Leafs, the way they're playing, they could easily get to seven, uh, especially with their goaltending problem. So if anything, I'd probably lean that over, uh, but not going to touch that game. The next game, which is probably the least interesting game of the night, but I'm actually on this as well. Arizona travels to St. Louis. The NHL worst Coyotes are plus 325 in the money line. You can get the Blues at minus 425. Total here is six and a half. And I'm actually taking the Blues at home minus 425 plus the six and a half. And for a total of plus 126 payout. Uh, The reason being is the Coyotes are obviously struggling. They've lost seven of their last nine. Let me just pull these stats up uh, for a second. They've lost seven of their last nine. And in those games, just trying to find the stats here, sorry. In those games, they, uh, in the seven losses, they've actually scored two goals or less in all seven of them. That they've won two of their last three. They beat Chicago in overtime 3-2 on Sunday, last night. 
So they're on a back-to-back, which doesn't help. And they beat San Jose at home 5-2 last week. However, the other seven games, they've lost 5-0 to Anaheim last Friday. That's a bad loss. 6-1 to Edmonton, 2-1 to Winnipeg in OT, 4-2 to Calgary, 4-2 to Seattle, 4-2 to San Jose, and 4-1 to Pittsburgh. Then they beat Montreal and Ottawa, so impressive. Not, not impressive to beat Montreal and Ottawa, but they won two go- games, 5-3 and 6-3. Uh, lost 3-2 to Boston just before that. So they haven't when they lose, they haven't been scoring. And they've been losing to some, some ge- decent teams, but some weak teams. And they're just struggling. And I could see them going in. St. Louis has been hot and cold, but with Huso and Net, uh, they have the ability to shut a team down, shut them down at home. Uh, so I like what they will be able to do, I think, with Huso starting. Uh, Anaheim has Prosvetov and Net. He's only played two games. He has a .893 save percent. It's kind of hard to tell. It's a, it's a rookie. He's only played two games. It's his third game of the year. So not exactly, I think, a wall in net to shut down the Blues. But at six and a half, you know, if the trend continues that Arizona only scores one or two goals in their lo- in their losses, um, I could see this being a low-scoring game. You know, St. Louis only has to put up three or four, and it still, st- still t- stays under the total. So happy to take the Blues, minus 425 at home. They're the stronger team, and happy to take down their six and a half. Because although the Blues have been scoring a few goals lately and they play the West Coast trip in Canada, they're home from that. So oftentimes a team on a, on a East or West Coast trip when they come home like that, although St. Louis is obviously kind of in the middle of the country, not a huge journey, but they went on the full road trip, come back. Maybe it's a bit of a, not a letdown, but not a great game on your first game back uh, afterwards, but they don't have to have a great game. They just need to beat and keep Arizona down to one or two goals. And I think this total goes under. So quick review of the NHL board. The last game in the NHL sees Calgary travel to LA to play the Kings. You can get the Flames at minus 170 and you can get the Kings on the money line at plus 150. The total here is six goals. I'm not, I would not, I'm not touching the total. I think Calgary can eclipse up, but the Kings have been playing well defensively. I think there is some value in taking the Kings at plus 150. They've been playing well. They're in the playoff picture. Calgary's obviously been doing quite well. Um, looking to, I don't think they'll win the West, but certainly looking to contend for it. Um, but I think on the road, the Kings, or pardon me, at home, the Kings at plus 150, there's some value there. Not touching that game. going to stick with just my two same game parlays, but there's definitely some value there. So I hope you enjoyed the quick breakdown of my uh, NCAA pick, Go Tar Heels. And my four, the four NHL games with my two same game parlays. Big game, big slate in the NBA tomorrow and more NHL games we'll get to. Uh, but before I go, quickly want to remind you a few partners that we have here. One is manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com for, and use the code HOOPBALL20 at checkout and get 20% off your order and free shipping. And also our buddies at mybookie.ag. If you're looking for another sports book, a second or a third line to use every night like I recommend you do, Use the code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit, deposit match bonuses there as well at mybookie.ag. So hope everybody has a great night. Hopefully you have some successful bet, bets on the boards and enjoy the national championship. And as I said, go Tar Heels. Don't think I've ever said that in my life, but I'm cheering for them tonight. Have a great night, everyone.